Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Here we go. Like, now I need to wear it. And That's so cute. Well, how's Bowie there? Anyway. We asked about Summer. Well, Give us hey, like... we're going to ask about her on the podcast. Fine. <laughs> Come on, bro. You can't go without the intro. All right. You're just jumping right into it, honey. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it, baby. I was just into it. You could tell from that laugh. You probably already know who my guest is. So uh, welcome back to Shenanigans, everyone. Thank you. Today's guests, they are one of our favorite couples. Summer Moon knows them as parents to Bowie Breeze. Mm-hmm. But I would like to welcome recording artist, TV personality, swimwear designer, Chanel West Coast, you, and her model, realtor, baby daddy, boyfriend, <laughs> soon to be husband, you know, we'll get there, <laughs> Dom <Yeah>. Benson. <laughs> Wait, uh, Let's not talk about that in this podcast. <laughs> wow, nice wow, time. wow, who needs no. this? <laughs> Thank How you for having us. No, thanks for being here. I've been wanting to do this for so long. We spent Fourth of July together in Palm Springs. Yes. And oh. I know we started talking about it. So I'm glad a few months later we're making it happen. Yes, I know. And I remember like I did your podcast. How many years ago was that? So the last time Chanel was on my show, it was probably over four years ago. Mm-hmm. And our wow. lives were so different then. <laughs> it was like, like we're single, so women, single. Like, <laughs> no kids. I mean, you to go to back and listen to place. that conversation is probably so funny. James co-hosted with me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but uh, very <laughs> like, what? different. Very different phase right. and chapter in our lives. Well, so. okay, let me ask you guys this table question. From then to now what's what's like the biggest things you like what's 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 some like memorable moments let's just go that memorable moments from the last time you guys were on a podcast minus the kids because we'll talk about that again oh, i mean that's like the most that's, that's the most that's that's the trip, yeah right? it's Man. like life is just different once it's you changed. have a kid it's just like you know you get it it's totally life is just a whole new life now it really is yeah. no and i want to get into that too just 
social media and being the type of parents that we are and yeah. still living our lives. But before we'll have some fun, we get into all of that. I thought it would be fun to play a little game and just see how in sync the two of y'all are. Oh my gosh, right. I can't wait for yeah, this. You guys can like close your eyes and like point to each other if you like. <laughs> oh, but man. we're also on a podcast, so you got to so, say each other's names. Yeah. Okay. So okay, I'm going to okay. give you a prompt, and you're going to answer with who it fits more. And then right. we'll just see how aligned y'all are. Okay. Okay. Who has changed more diapers? Definitely Chanel. me. <laughs> oh. Okay, that That's, was good. That was an uh -huh. easy one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just gonna, yeah. Yeah. Okay, who got the most sleep last night? Probably me. <laughs> um. I, I feel like we're equal with the diapers, but you definitely get more sleep. Yeah, because I go to sleep. No, but even when she when she wakes up. I go to get her. No, he's just like sleeps like a log. Yeah. Like I don't even know how he sleeps yeah. through it sometimes. Like I'm like, I'll look over and he's just like snoring as I'm like dealing mm -hmm. with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what, Chanel, are you, what are you guys dealing with when she wakes up at night? Can I like put out like Maybe a parenting idea? She's getting fine. Them, getting them back to sleep. <laughs> She'll be fine. He's like, just it's leave a great her. skill for our kids to learn is like to calm themselves, soothe themselves, to put themselves back to sleep. Fun fact, we as adults. We have a sleep cycle for our whole life of 60 to 90 minutes. We always wake up in our sleep. Mm -hmm. So your kids are doing that. So you got to teach them how to go back to sleep by themselves. I'm in favor. By doing this, they're fine. <laughs> they're like, not in distress. You're good. But Bowie, <laughs> yes, she needs to learn that, but she won't get back to sleep on her own. And like, if I don't, Put her to sleep then i won't sleep you know what i mean then she'll just be in there mm -hmm. she does this thing where she just starts like kicking kind of <laughs> yeah. crazy and then i'm like okay we have to get her because she's yeah. acting like she's like trying to break out of a straight jacket or something <laughs> well, the funny thing is once they get old enough to break out of that straight jacket you, you gotta put it on backwards you gotta put it on backwards then then see how like make, yeah see how good she they started are to crawl out of the crib so, a few weeks ago so now yeah. it's going on backwards oh my gosh well then bowie's extra advanced yeah. we just had to lower the crib because she was already starting to crawl out she's oh, 10 yeah. months old yeah. oh yeah yeah she's so Oh, you guys are 10 months. Okay, Wait maybe go in and check on your kid. At <laughs> right? He's okay. like, yeah, we have a crush on little young. Right? Ours is almost two and a half. Very That's different. the tricky thing, though, with kids is it's like, at what point, it's like you kind of have to feel it out. Like, at what point can they, like, reason? And at what point can you start really teaching them things? Or, you know, because with Bowie, it's like she's at that age where it's like you want to have her self-soothe. But is she, like, old enough to do Understand. it yet? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like you kind of have to feel it out. And we're at that point where... Well, we, she's also we teething try. right now, too. So, like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's just hard irritated, too. you know, just because the teeth are coming in. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Just got to soothe them. Get it. Yeah. All right. Who is the better cook? Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> not at all. All right. Who is the better planner out of the two of you guys? Better planner? Yeah, Ooh. for, like, dinners, social activities, and, like, vacations. We can events. use names at the same time instead of pointing because we are on the podcast. So. I think well, there's equally. video. Because like that's tough. Like when it comes to like the like a trip, like I feel like I'm like no, we need like this flight, we need these hotels. But then like if it's just like planning like a nice dinner or like an like a little get that's together with me. friends, mm -hmm. he's like more the one to plan that. Yeah, okay? I feel like. Well, I also feel like we both come from this industry where it's like you know with my in fashion, with her in music, and also both of us being in like entertainment, it's everything's very last minute. So yeah. like my mom, when she wants to come visit us, she's calling me like two months ahead of time. Well, like, gotta... hey, I'm booking my flights now. <laughs> you know, okay, you know? And I'm, I'm like, doing. like we're like a book our flights like three days ahead of time kind of people, <laughs> you know? And that's just the way I've been conditioned to live my whole life. Right. I, I can't even imagine, like when someone asks me like, hey, like what are you doing a month from now? I want to like do this. I'm like, 
call me that week. Like, I don't know what's going to be happening. <laughs> See, yeah. that's how I am. And it pisses him off because he's like, we need a schedule. I'm like, I can't have a schedule no, when I don't no, know what I'm yeah, doing next yeah. week. Right. Yeah, yeah. I understand that we are busy and we have all these events and all that. I am talking about like a day-to-day -day routine schedule. We mm -hmm. try to have that on like the day, like the normal days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then like, for example, like today, her... Her nap time was moved a little because mm -hmm. we were filming or whatever, you know. So we yeah. try to have mm -hmm. as much of a schedule as we can when we're not like doing five thousand things. Yeah. But then I get <laughs> but it, like 5, you, it's like things. random things will come up, and it's like, oh, tomorrow night we have to like now go to this event, and you know, right. we can't just have the nanny every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday from ten to four or whatever, you know. It's I'm like exactly. there's so many different. Then I might have a podcast in this time of day, you know, yep. in the three mm -hmm. to six range, where it's like. We have to change the schedule. Well, yeah. for example, like mm -hmm. for me in Christmas time, this has happened to me so many times where I get a flight to go hang out with my family for Christmas. I always book a job on the day of my flight <laughs> of every single time. This is like, like no, he, we went for his family reunion and then he had to leave a day early because he had a job. I had to leave. I had to leave her in Jamaica, like pregnant as can be. So I because I had to fly back oh to the gosh. States to do a job. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was pretty funny. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Next up. What we got? The bit of plan. Now, who takes the longest to get ready? Definitely me. Oh, my me. God. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally, he'll, it'll be like, like I, he'll literally be like, do you got your lashes on, babe? Like, it's like the last thing, and then that's when he goes and showers yeah. and starts to get ready. And that'll be like when I'm on like, the last thing of my makeup. Yeah. See, I, yeah. Mine's, I, we're on the other side. It's like, you got to get ready. We both forget ready. I'm like, honey, I know you're going you're gonna to take a minute, so I'll get ready and just sit there. Right, exactly. I, I can see when she starts getting ready, I can go in the pool. I can get my workout. I can, get, I can make some food. Then I shower. Then I'm ready. By the time I'm ready, she's ready. Yeah, no, he's like, he's like, oh, I think I'm gonna get in the pool. I'm like, babe, we have to get. And he's like, you have to get ready. I still have two hours. I'm like, damn. damn. <laughs> but do you know what you're wearing yet? You got to pick out your outfit. The whole thing. Oh, I mean, their outfits thing. are on point. I'm just saying. Thank always you. Yeah, on I try. Point. You guys, seriously, like, who is your fashion inspo? Is it just yourselves? Because you always look so good. Thank, Thank you. you. Honestly, I've, like, always been so into fashion. I grew up in L.A. I mm -hmm. went to school with a bunch of rich kids, and it was always, like, trying to keep up with, like, the, how I say, keep up with the Joneses, you know? It's like, yeah. the kids will come to school, like, decked out, and it's like, their parents were rappers and athletes and like my mom was doing outside sales. And so like I would always just like try to like put together the best outfit to go to school because I was going to school with kids who literally like were dressed like they were going to fashion week, mm -hmm. you know. And so I've always just been really into my fashion. And like even like when I have like a stylist, my stylist is more like my personal shopper. Like they'll bring me a ton of clothes, but I'm always putting together the outfits. Yeah, I will say my biggest style inspiration is Gwen Stefani. Yeah, I've always loved her style. It's totally. very like glam, but still kind of street. You know, you're still like, yeah. oh, that's that chick from the OC. You yep. know what I mean? Right. One thing that I think I helped Chanel with a lot, though, since we met was like everything that she had looked like she was going to a music video. <laughs> <laughs> Like literally, I a little extra. Every, I still every pair of glasses was like crazy. <laughs> every pair of shoes, like everything was just like wild. And then I feel like I've helped her like just get more into like, this is what you wear on a normal day. This is just a little classy <laughs> chic, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I love her style, like for yeah, sure. Yeah, babe. <laughs> no, literally, if I'm ever pregnant again, you would be my fashion inspo. Because oh, I love all you. of the outfits that you wore. I was pregnant during COVID. It was like I wore sweats mm. and I sat sweats. on my couch. Yeah, no, and like that's why I felt like it was a lot of pressure too, because it was like I was pregnant and like the world had just opened back up right. and everybody was getting back out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like events are popping again, but like, what do I wear? I will say that ASOS maternity 
was my best friend because they have really they have really cute like high fashion kind of stuff that like didn't make you feel like it was maternity like it was like the same as like a regular outfit but they would just make the maternity version Mm -hmm. you know it's also hard to spend like a thousand dollars on a dress that's maternity that you know you're only gonna wear you know what i mean it's like you don't want to spend a bunch of money on maternity clothes depop (laughs) (laughs) yes i just run through these ready who controls the remote Oh, that's me. Mm. <laughs> Who's more of a homebody? Ooh. The balance. Yeah. Balance. I think you're more of a homebody. I'm I'm more of a homebody in the sense of like I'm not as like I don't need to go small talk and socialize like but I do love to get outdoors and I do love to like yeah. go do activities whereas her I'm she's like, we got to go half. to this event. It's going to be some yeah. good networking and he's like <laughs> Really? <laughs> he was like, how good of networker are we going to do with this? <laughs> For drinks! Who is most likely to leave dishes in the sink overnight? Ooh, I mean, probably neither of us. Or me. Because, that's because I'm already doing 5,000 other things. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to them. I don't know. We're, we're both clean people, but at the same time, we're also like practical. And if we're real busy, it's like those dishes might have to wait. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who's the most romantic? <sighs> Gosh, I don't know. I can be romantic, but I'm also like, you know, practical. He's a little too. bit aloof. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the more romantic one. Like, yeah, I love she, romantic she movies is. and stuff. Like, just the other day, I had to convince him, which you guys should watch. Did you see the new movie with um, Jennifer Lawrence, No Hard Feelings? No. It's really cute. It kind of reminded me of that movie, She's Out of My League, like where oh, it's like kind of the nerdy yeah. boy in her. And so I was like, oh, let's watch it. He's like, I don't want to watch that. Me and my mom are like, why do you not want to watch it? It's like a happy romantic comedy. Right. It was good. It, it ended good. up being good and he liked it but like see like I'm more into like those type of like romantic comedies yeah. and he could care less <laughs> Chanel's more sentimental than I am for sure she, even when it comes to like the million items in our house that I'm trying to get rid of it's like everything <laughs> everything has a memory everything has a meaning like she, yeah. she's very that way yeah I get that <laughs> who's the big spoon Wait, what's that mean? Big I'm the spoon, big like spoon. Like when you cuddle. Like, yeah. do you ever big yeah, spoon Yeah, clearly him? you're the little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but when she said, what's that? <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely is the one to like hold me. Every now and then I'll like latch on you like a little monkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah sometimes, but I'm definitely the biggest yeah. spoon. <laughs> yeah. Who said, I love you first? Me. Chanel did, yeah. <laughs> Backstory? Oh, it's a crazy one. I don't know if we should get into all that now, should we? You're going to probably hear it. Cause like I've talked about it. Okay, well um, we're gonna, I want to get into like how you met and stuff okay. in a little bit. Yeah, we can so, do it. We can okay. touch that one. Okay. okay, who thrived more during quarantine? I would have to Ooh. say me. Yeah, you were you were traveling. I was you were well, living yeah. Your best also, life. like I was still doing ridiculousness, and it was probably like the first show that went back to filming during the pandemic. That's a testament to Rob and like how hard he works. Like when they were like, "Oh, we're filming again," I'm like. Literally, like, I don't even think the grocery store is open right now. Like, I was like, <laughs> we're filming again? Like, what are you talking about? So I was, you know, still working a lot. And then I, I still had, like, a lot of music gigs and stuff. So, like, I was doing a lot during the pandemic. Like, yeah, it was when I went home that I re- was reminded I was in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah, I don't know. The question was who, like, thrived more? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if, like, what the answer well, to that question would be. Well, you also it with real estate during the pandemic because everybody was freaking leaving California. Yeah, yeah. Time. For <laughs> me, it was different. Like, I can't say exactly if I was thriving or not, but it definitely was a big wake-up call for me. I think something about the pandemic, you know, obviously, we all had to take a step back. We all yeah. had to, like, kind of, it all almost fo- forced us to, like, reassess where we are in our lives. And I remember that I was working in a real estate, like, job at the time. And 
something about just like everything getting shut down it made me like take a step back and almost like look at my life through a different lens Mm -hmm. and it just kind of was an awakening for me to be like hey like i'm not totally doing what i want to be doing right now like i need to get back on like my hustle as an entrepreneur and like as a as a model and like all this and it really but you were thriving you literally like sold a few houses no so i was gonna year. say so that's what happened was i ended up selling multiple houses i ended up getting back into like doing big modeling jobs and all that and it was all because i had kind of like had an awakening because of the pandemic yeah. i feel like yeah. the pandemic did that for a lot of people though yeah like mm-hmm. i feel like if you use the pandemic the right way then you ended up thriving do you yeah. know what i mean no, for sure totally yeah like you could use it as an opportunity to get healthy and like do be your best self mm-hmm. and or you can use it as an opportunity to just like drink and eat every day you know i did a little bit of that too in the beginning but right. you know <laughs> the first two weeks i was like here we go <laughs> Uh, who is the better taste in music? Who has the better taste in music? For sure. Yeah, she's she's the artist. She mm-hmm. un- she knows she I knows like a lot music. more about music than you would even imagine. Yeah, no, he's like it's funny because like I'm like oh my gosh, like like a song I like. I'm like oh my gosh, like the lyrics were, and he's like I wasn't really listening to the lyrics. I just like the melody, and I'm like you weren't <laughs> listening to what they're saying at all. Like you know, yeah. like I'm like listening to the melody, like every word, you know, because I feel like words is like how you relate to the song a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely, he's more of like a melody person, and like. Let's not get into it. We're big fans. Of, we're big fans of sexy red right now. I'm definitely gonna say that's more for the melody and the beats. <laughs> well, the lyrics are pretty hilarious too. But you know, yeah, I think for me, I'm like all feeling based when it comes to music. For mm-hmm. me, like, and really, when you think about it, like, and she knows a lot of the best artists they think in melodies before they think in words. Like yeah. a Post Malone, someone like that. Some of these other artists, I saw a designer do well, like you've a heard thing. Me, once. I'll lay, I'll lay yeah. a melody, and it's like. What what is she doing in there? <laughs> the next thing you know, you put the words to it, and it's like it comes together. Yeah, yeah. So words add something to a song, but at the end of the day, like music is about at the feeling. End of the day, I've got the better taste. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Chanel. Yeah. Yeah. All right, last one. Who is the bigger flirt? Oh. I would say I I would I would admitted admittingly say me because. He's generally not interested in people. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, literally. Like, <laughs> he's just gen- generally jobs like, I don't care. I don't know you. Don't need to know you. Don't care. <laughs> Once he gets to know people, like he's a more friendly person. But I'm like really friendly. And sometimes that can come off as flirting. I've dealt with that in my mm. life where like I'm just genuinely being like a nice, friendly person. Mm-hmm. And the person takes it the wrong way. And I'm like, oh, I'm not trying to go there, you know, yeah. so. Especially as a woman. I feel like if you're a woman and you're just friendly with everyone, yeah. that a lot of men will interpret that as yeah. as you're trying to like, you know, flirt or whatever. Yeah. But that's not necessarily the case. It's like no. It's like, okay, I'm guys, just because nice. a girl's right. nice to you doesn't mean she's <laughs> totally. interested. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get that. All right. Well, I have a ton of questions and things to get into with you, but before we do that, we're just gonna take a quick little break. Okay. Ooh, yeah. All right, so as we all know, I have been busy, busy, busy. Since wrapping filming, I swear my schedule has been so full that I have not had the time to cook for myself or Brock. I cook for summer, but outside of that, my freezer and fridge has been filled with things delivered straight to my door. My freezer is filled with Daily Harvest. They have so many delicious, quick and satisfying meals. Let me tell you, because sometimes when I run out of all of my meals, it's just like a girl dinner of a smorgasbord of whatever is left. You know, some of summer's vegetables, a lunchable, a string cheese, whatever. But 
Daily Harvest, I've got to say, keeps my stomach and freezer full. They have so many options with fruit and veggie packs, smoothies, soups, harvest bowls. They've got a ton of options for any time of day, flatbreads. If you want a midnight snack, if you want some breakfast, they have so many options, easy to prep. I don't even have to think about what to cook for my next meal. And I love that I can skip the chopping, the shopping, the post cooking, cleaning up, all of it. It's just better choices. Daily Harvest makes it easy. So keep yourself in your freezer full with hassle-free meals from Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash Sheena to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash Sheena for up to $65 off your first box. dailyharvest.com slash Sheena. And now that we know what's in my freezer, let's talk about what's in my fridge because between Daily Harvest and Factor, I am always fed. Everything is delivered straight to my door. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. They have so many delicious options, vegan, vegetarian, keto, protein plus. They're so easy to make. You just poke a couple holes in it, chuck it in the microwave for two minutes and boom, lunch, dinner is served. These meals have become some of mine and Brock's favorite things to do. And I love that I can keep my freezer full, my fridge full, and not have to think about what to make for anyone other than Little Miss Summer Moon, because we do still cook for her. But if you're too busy and you don't want to think about what to make for dinner, but you want something fresh, not frozen, that is ready in two minutes, then let me tell you, Factor is for you. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. You simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door in, like I said, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Y'all can head to factormeals.com slash goodasgold50 and use code goodasgold50 to get 50% off. That's code goodasgold50 at factormeals.com slash goodasgold50 to get 50% off. Okay, but just because I don't always want to cook for myself, I do always want to cook for Summer because I like her to have meals made fresh every day. And one of the things that I got today when I was at the grocery store are the Pillsbury Crescent Rolls, but I got the sweet Hawaiian flavor. I love Hawaiian bread. And when I saw they had Hawaiian today, I was like, ooh, honey, let's roll up some veggies and cheese or whatever you want to make in these and make something delicious and nutritious for summer. They have so many weeknight recipes that are as easy as fill, roll, and bake. They are great for picky eaters. If you've got a toddler, it's a great way to sneak in the veggies, but they still have something that they love the taste of, especially the Hawaiian one. It's so bomb. You can just roll up your favorite ingredients into a crescent roll, quick, easy spin on weeknight recipes, and it basically turns your side dish now into the main dish. Some of the recipes that I've seen are like pepperoni pizza crescent rolls. They have this chicken bacon ranch. Brock wants to experiment with more veggies and just different things this week. So that's going to be on our menu for Miss Summer Moon. 
You guys can find Pillsbury in the dairy aisle, dinner prep in 30 minutes or less. Find more weeknight dinner recipes at Pillsbury.com. Okay, so on the break, you mentioned Fashion Week, and I was just on your Instagram, and again, your fashion, like all of your looks, just... So, so good. Yeah, it we was went a crazy. Lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work. You guys, you guys went to Fashion Week? Yeah. Yeah, we Tell just got back. That. It was a lot of fun. Chanel killed it. She did two magazine shoots. We went to the VMAs. He, oh, he walked so in fun. a fashion show. I walked in a fashion show. That was my first time walking New York Fashion Week, no which is way. crazy Congrats. that I hadn't already, but I just hadn't been in New York, yeah. you know, and yeah, we both, <laughs> Vanity like Fair that. posted us on their best dress <laughs> list. I was like, yo, Vanity Fair posted me? I was like, I can retire now. No, yeah no that's awesome you guys looked it was so fun you guys gotta come next fashion week it's a lot that's the thing i've never been oh you'd love it yeah if you see my shoes right now i would have been fine (laughs) no you would love it it is a lot though because it's like there's fashion shows in the morning and then there's after parties that go till like six in the morning Mm -hmm. and it's like so you'll be at the after party till like six and then you have friends calling you at nine like hey are you going to that show at 10 and i'm like how are you alive right now right yeah (laughs) we were up till like three a.m. every night later but it was a lot but you know it's also like was easy because we were on west coast time yeah Mm -hmm. so 3 a.m. was really midnight noon waking up at like 11 or noon was really like waking up at eight or nine so but yeah i mean it was so much fun you also always get skinnier like because you're walking around the city so much (laughs) yeah and such i literally lost four pounds while i was there wow three and a half (laughs) We're going to say four. I have, I <laughs> round have it, up. Always round up. I haven't weighed myself since we got back, but I already know just because I know myself, I lost a good five pounds just yeah, by being in New yeah. York. It's it's, it's crazy. It's, I'm going all these fashion weeks. I'm going to be sold by next summer. Dude, it's because you're not thinking about food. You're just like, you're on the go. You're yeah, walking. Literally. You know, I, we rode the subway. We don't ride the subway a lot, but we did a couple times just mm-hmm. to like feel that New York experience. Yeah, and it's so much quicker. It's oh, so yeah. much it's like quicker. Ubering, oh my God. My, my dad's from New yeah. York, so I grew up only taking my dad's also i love you dad but the cheapest guy ever so i grew up only taking subways mm-hmm. and walking my dad was like a cab's too expensive and i'm like my legs hurt <laughs> <laughs> so like i'm really used to taking the subway <laughs> yeah i wanted to ask you so just being at fashion week i know you guys were just in miami you're all over the place all the time you're so busy with work has it now that bowie's a little older has it gotten nicer on social media or are people still giving you just as much shit for living your life because you're a mom and apparently you're not allowed to live your life. Oh my gosh. So I realized when I started being a mom, I was like, okay, I, I think that people think you're supposed to be like shackled to their crib. Right. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Like the amount of comments I got like, oh my God, go take care of your kid. And I'm like, what, how do you think I take care of my kid? Like yeah. you literally are on my page because I'm on TV. I do music. Part of my career is going out and attending events and doing things. And like, you know, even right now, like if I were to post something right now, like, oh, doing this podcast, there would literally be some Mm -hmm. like go home and take care of the baby. And it's like, does nobody work? The baby's taken care of. (laughs) She's fed. She's fine. Her diapers are changed. Yeah, we're good. I feel like it's 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 unfair for you mums because you already have a job in front of you to do. And it's other mums shaming you. Yeah, right. Okay, look, I love this. Like, I don't get it. And if I do, I don't pay attention to it. But I feel like it's just not fair. And like, if there's like, I'm here for mom supporting mom's women empowerment. But like, you got to understand, like, when you say this comment, like, where's your kid? It's like, where, do you think we just left it at home by itself? Like, right. yeah, he's chilling, bro. Like, yeah. it's the stupidest question. Like, where are these? It's so annoying. But do so. you guys get as much shit or is it just the women and the moms? It's 
I think it's more towards the moms. Yeah, it's more towards the moms. Yeah. Which is not okay. I remember yeah. I've talked about this on shenanigans before. I think it was maybe, did you guys go see The weekend at SoFi yeah. last year? Loved it. And uh, she was really little at the time. I oh, think. yeah, mm-hmm. she was old. That was my first time, like, going right. out since I had mm-hmm. her. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I was like, I think she was, like, under two months, maybe. She mm-hmm. was a month. Yeah. People, people okay. put you on blast. But it's like, and people were, like, going off on me, and I'm like, but like because also we, at that age they sleep a lot. Exactly. She was literally asleep the whole the time whole we were time at the weekend. Yeah. Literally the whole time. My mom's like she slept the whole time, and I'm yeah. like, what were we supposed to do? St- sit there and just stare at her? Sleeping? Right, just stare <laughs> at the monitor, make sure she's still breathing, and don't leave or live your I think life. You bring up a good point now. It's kind of like this is what we do for a job, guys. Like yeah. you guys have nine to fives, or your husbands have nine to fives. Like all oh, right, like this is your this is what you do for work. This is like what it's like being in the entertainment industry. Right, yeah. you know, you're out and about all the time, and and it's like going to a lot of these things, it does help elevate our career. I was just talking about this on the red carpet yeah. at the VMAs. Like, of course I want to go to the VMAs. Of co- Like, of course we want to be there. But at the same time, like I'm going because obviously I do music. It helps elevate my music career by going on the carpet, talking about yes. the fact I'm working on an album, this and that. It's like, I'm not only there to show off my outfit, you know? Like, right. But your outfit's on point. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> but like these little things like help elevate our careers and, and get us to that next level, keep us, you know, What's the word? I guess, Top of mind. Yeah, you know, yeah. keep people thinking about us or whatever. Totally. And, and I don't think a lot of people understand that those things are work. They look at it like, oh, you're just going out to party and have fun. Yeah. yeah. But also, even when we are just going out to party and have fun, the kid's asleep. Yeah. So yeah. we're like, we're not missing anything. Yeah. I have a monitor on my phone. I can check. She's still breathing. Yeah, we all know. Like, She's asleep. In, like, the, in the morning, your kid doesn't care if you're hungover. They're going to get up in the morning. You're going to get up. And as yeah. long as we still get up and we're there for our kid, I'm like... Yeah, there are some nights where maybe I only get three, four hours sleep because I did have an event. I chose to go out. She's still going to wake up at six or seven, but I'm still there and I missed nothing while she was asleep. But I got to go network. I got to go, you know, put myself out there. And that's so important to do for us, too. And people don't understand that. It's like, okay to work a nine to five job. But God forbid we go out at 9 p.m. Yeah. till 5 a.m. It's like, that's not okay. Yeah, no, it's like- it's, You're sleeping. Trust me, I see I see the hate comments still, but I like just ignore every now and then I'll snap back and like say something, like especially if they're like trying to be extra rude. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'm like, oh, let me just ignore these people. Yeah. They're, they're well, miserable. Well, we have family members that beg us to be able to spend time with the baby mm-hmm. and be able to hang out with them. And also I think it's actually unhealthy to be with your child all the time because then they develop a de- obviously your child's dependent on you but right. like They're an just, over dependence yeah. like where I've you can't noticed, leave them with a, even their grandma or a family member because they're like no I need my mommy I remember I noticed when we got back from New York that Bowie like just in that couple days that we were gone has already gotten more like independent mm-hmm. she's already like doing things on, she's playing with her toys on her own without like needing someone there yeah. I mean, it's the growth that she's had just in that couple days of hanging out with her grandma is huge. And I think that that's actually, you know, sometimes we have to stop thinking about what is like what the optics are and what's actually best for the child. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what's best for the kid is to be independent, to to have a village and a community around them. And if that's spending time with family while we go work or whatever that is, then I feel like that's great. Yeah. But I love that we have couples like you guys, you know, who just yeah. absolutely get it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because the outside world, if you're not in the entertainment industry and you're not, you know, a working mom like we are, it's just they don't 
get it. And I'm like, y'all, I got to go out and live my life still. Like, we're going to a music festival this weekend. Sure, I'm vlogging. It is yeah. kind of business, but it's also fun. This is like our love language. It's one thing we met on a music it's festival weekend. It's cheaper than weekend. a therapist, I'll tell and you that. <laughs> you know, but it's like, we need this for our mental health. You got it literally <laughs> though. Like, and I, I, like I said, I'll admit, like I still will write back to a bad comment here uh -huh. and there. But at same. the same time, it's like, Anybody who's leaving comments has too much time on their hands. Way you know, too much. You know how I know? Because I remember when I did work a nine to five on my lunch break. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I was bored, like eating, eating, I think Taco Bell. Okay. And I was just of like course. on the internet, on my lunch break in, in this little office I used to work in. And I'm like eating and I'm like scrolling on Perez Hilton. And I remember he posted about some random female rapper who was terrible. This is years ago. This person, we never saw the light of day, but she was on Perez Hilton. And I was like, dude, this sucks. And I remember I got in the comments and I was like, yo, this girl's trash. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was like, I had nothing better to do this time. I was on my lunch break eating my Taco Bell. I had another 30 minutes left to do nothing on my lunch break. Yeah. And I was like, this person sucks, you know? And it's like, that's what it is. They have nothing better to do at the time. Yeah. As my life got better, you would not see me leaving a comment even on like my friends' pages, <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's just like, you got to ignore those people because they're just it actually makes me feel sad sometimes like they don't have like maybe hobbies or like things to entertain them right. or a lot of friends or whatever. You know, they might yeah. live in a small town and like on one of those roads where it's like a house every five miles, you know, mm -hmm. so it's like just ignore all it's, those it's people. a cry for attention really is what it is. Yeah. And I've noticed that because if I respond to someone. They send one comment, I respond, and now they send three, four comments. Right. And it's like they're trying to just get as much attention and feedback as they can get. It's like that's their way of of trying to be relevant or trying yeah. to like be involved. And yeah. you know, I just tell them to meet me for a coffee and I'll buy them a free cup of coffee. <laughs> Come say it to my, my face. face and I'll buy you a coffee. <laughs> yeah. Like I can already imagine like well, like one of our haters who we replied to, and like I can imagine them going to friends like, yo, yo. Guess he talked shit to me today on Instagram. Sheena from Vanderpump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know Chanel West Coast? Yeah, her boyfriend was talking shit to me today. <laughs> like, exactly. It's like they like almost get hyped on it, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah. No, for I sure. But the problem is we acknowledge them and not the over. We scroll down for that one. When mm -hmm. you just pass 10, oh my God, I love you. The dress looks great. You look so good. You're doing great. Your kid's good. Then you see then that, you see that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just like, pay attention to the people giving you more love. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. We become numb to the compliments. I remember I when I very first had my Instagram, you know, 10 years ago, like I got, <laughs> it's almost embarrassing to say, but I remember I posted like a photo <laughs> and some girl from my school like wrote a comment, you know, like hard eyes, whatever. And I remember that it hit me. I was like, oh, like, I was so excited. I was like, dang, I just, I just got a compliment. That was like my first can, ever social media compliment. I, can, I didn't even have to fish for a compliment anymore. I right. post the photo. Now it's like, you know, obviously after doing this for so long, I model, like whatever. It's like you become numb to the compliments, but yeah. then you notice the negativity. Yeah. And that's what I try to keep in mind. Like, and if there's any negativity, like in my vicinity, like I'll just block you. Like, I don't care. <laughs> he's he's good at blocking. <laughs> yeah. You, you gotta do I'm the like, restrict. Like I'm telling you, do the restrict because Mute, then they restrict. You just restrict because they can still comment on your page, but no one you else still sees get it. The engagement. Right. So you, you get still their have engagement, the you get that like, you get that comment, but no one else sees it. So it keeps your engagement high. By uh -huh. blocking, you still, you know. Oh, teaching me the social though, media trick. Okay, that's I'm a like, good idea. You. you don't get to go on my page anymore. Yeah, no, sometimes yeah. they do. But I restrict your ass. That's no actually smart. I didn't even you. think about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I do that. I do that often, especially when the show is airing. Restrict, yeah. restrict, restrict. <laughs> but, okay, I want to talk about, because y'all have a new show, but before we get into that, how did you meet for yeah. all of my listeners? Okay. I know you gave us this story when we were in Palm Springs. I'm like, you got to... 
Let You're me tell for everyone. You want to start? Okay. Um, I'm good at the story. Baby. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, well, we met in Miami years ago, and then when we when we met, he was living there. Mm-hmm. So, like, I already obviously very handsome guy. We had like already hit it off. Like, I remember I was like, "What what sign are you?" He's like Virgo. I'm like, "I'm a Virgo." I'm like, "Where are you from?" He's like, "California." I'm like, "You grew up in California?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, me too." And it was like just little things. Like, I was like, "Oh, we have a lot in common." We hung out like the first day we met exchange numbers maybe texted a little after that but i think it was just knowing he lived in miami i live in la it was like oh there's nothing there Mm -hmm. so went on with our lives and it was funny because he popped into my head randomly like i would say a year after and i was like i wonder what happened with him and i go and look his page and then he had a girlfriend and i was like oh got a girlfriend now definitely not a (laughs) homewrecker forgot about him again so Years later, I'm. Uh, it's like during the pandemic still, and I'm shooting a music video for my song Vinyl, and I was co-directing the video and like yeah. putting everything together, like like I do for everything I do. And I was trying. Oh, I had a model that was already booked, and he like flaked last minute and was acting really weird. And we're like, he definitely got COVID. And we're like, mm. he's acting so weird, and just like who flakes last minute like this? It was really unprofessional. Like we booked him even through like a like a model casting. Like it was oh, wow. professional, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So for him to flake, I'm like, he's got COVID. So I'm freaking out. I've got the location for like two more hours. And like, I'm like, I don't know any models. And then I'm like, wait, that That guy guy. from Miami. I swear, (laughs) it popped in my head. And the funniest thing is that when I met him, he had long curly hair. And so like more of like a surfer look. And I was like, dude, but I was like, this guy's got long hair that I know. And so my video guy ghost was like, pull up his Instagram. And I pulled up his Insta and he had happened to cut his hair off. And I'm like, oh my God. And so the funniest thing, we're like looking for like a James Dean look. Yeah. And I was like, he's got a James Dean look now, look. <laughs> and I, and I, and like, the last picture was literally like, like almost like a white t-shirt. Like it was very James Dean. And my video guy was like, yo, he's perfect. Call him now. So I text him and I'm like, hey, super random, last minute. But like I had somebody, I think I told you I said somebody flaked and I was like, I need a model for my music video. It's like a quick like love scene. I think I was even like, quick love scene. We might kiss. Can you show up? <laughs> <laughs> and I was in my car. I was on my way home from another job because this was later. Like she said, she only had like an hour left at the location. So it's already late in the day. I'm going home. And then she texts me and that like was super out of the blue. I'm like, hey, like what's up? <laughs> and then so, yeah, she asked me. And it's funny, like, I didn't, you know, really even feel like doing it. But I was like, you know, this this could be fun. Like, why not? You know, so I just turn the car around and start heading to where she was. And then that's how we kind of reconnected. And so it was really fast, though. Like, I had the the location only for, like, an hour left by the time he got there. So I was like, we got to get the scene, got to get the scene. And, like, I'm a very hands-on person. You guys should have saw me. I'm over here, like, adjusting the lights while they're touching up my makeup. I'm like, no, this light isn't in the right direction. (laughs) So, like, I didn't really get to talk to him because I was so busy. And, like, I told you when I walked in today, I, like, wear sunglasses so much I sometimes forget they're on. And it was really bright on set too. So I like forgot I this. So we like filmed this whole like love scene like on the couch and I'm wearing sunglasses. Okay. <laughs> Nobody says, hey Chanel, maybe you should take your glasses off. Yeah. Cause we were just rushing so much. So my director wasn't even thinking of it. So I get the first cut of the video back and I'm just watching it. And I'm like, I literally looked at ghost and I go, ghost, why didn't anybody tell me to take my damn sunglasses off? I was like, this looks ridiculous. Why am I inside? With sunglasses on. And we're on a couch just like this. Yes. And, and we're like, and we're, like, you know, it's like very intimate, like intimate and she has sunglasses and I'm like, on. It, it looked so stupid. And so me just being like a perfectionist, I was like, we got to reshoot. I was like, this is so dumb. Like, it looks so stupid. And I promise you guys, I'm not even, yes, he's cute. I don't mind hanging out with him again, but I was not trying to do this. I literally was like, I need you again. So me and, and this was right. And this is another thing. It's kind of just, 
you know, me and me and our friend group, we kind of have this running thing of like anytime you really don't feel like doing something or, you know, or you're just too tired or whatever, like that's when you need to push yourself to do it because she wanted to do the reshoot like literally two days after Christmas. And so it was like the day that I flew back in town from Christmas with my family. And so obviously I'm like, it's the holidays. I'm eating all this, you know, <laughs> shitty food and all this. Like I wasn't trying to work, you know, but she asked me if I could do the reshoot. And I was like, you know what? Like, sure. Like, but let's do it. I even told you, I was like, it's going to be easy. I was like, because me and my video guy talked about it. It was like a vintage kind of theme video song, like very like 50s vibe. We're like, what can we do? where we don't have to rent this whole vintage set again. That kind of gives that vibe. We're like, oh, let's just go to like the arcade and go bowling. And like, mm -hmm. we'll play all the old school games. Like, you know, that are like kind of give you that old school vibe. So we are filming essentially a date. So we're like playing yeah. every game at the, at the art. And then I was like, we're like having fun. And I start to like realize like, oh, like we're really getting along. And then we went bowling. And so it became like hours and like a very long date because we were trying to get the shots. And so we got to like talk a lot that day, get to know each other. And the funniest thing is I had obviously like paid him to do the video the first day. So I text him after that day and I was like, hey, like, is it cool if I just pay you like the same rate as the first day? And Dom was like, it's cool. Like, you don't got to pay me. And I literally said to myself, I was like, yeah, he likes me. <laughs> I was like, I know now he likes me. And then and I was like, oh, like, thanks so much. I was like, I actually had like so much fun hanging out with you. And then Dom was like, I had fun hanging out with you. And I'm like, well, let's hang out again. And so then he asked me yeah. to like go on a date after that. And pretty much from that date, we, yeah, just, we just never, never stopped, stopped hanging, hanging out. out. We started hanging out like every single day together. Yeah. Aww. I like yeah. I would go film ridiculousness and be like, hey, like, what are you doing? We hanging out after? And he'd be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Let's hang out. <laughs> so music video. I know you have some new music yes. in the works. Okay, mm. tell me, what are you working on right now? When are we getting new music? Have you shot some videos this summer? Like, give me the tea. Yes. So I have a new album coming out and I actually recorded a ton of the songs on the album before. I was with Dom before I was pregnant, even like this life I'm living now was even a thought, you know? So a lot of the songs, it's more like in my like single lonely girl vibe. <laughs> and that's hey! okay. Yeah. And you're going to, it's like, you're going to hear the songs and you're going to be like, dang, like it, it almost like, I feel like people will hear the songs and like hear the vibe I was on and probably like feel happy for me. Like, dang, like she made it out of that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I was in like that kind of moment of life where it was like, I'm never gonna find love in LA. Like there's no good guys here. Like in my, I have a song called California State of Mind and in the hook, I'm like broken hearts and dreams is all you'll find in California. Mm. And like, that's like kind of the running theme of like all the songs I did was like, I'm so fed up of like just broken hearts, broken dreams. And like, this is supposed to be a city where it like all kind of, comes together and like all the magic and it's like no it's a lot of like devastation you know just trying to make yeah. it out here in hollywood and that's the vibe i was on and then i started to make as we were together more happy songs more like positive love songs and so you'll hear on the album it goes from like lonely depressed girl into like now i'm getting happy <laughs> and then it goes, like, and it's like it's literally like you just hear the transition and i'm start i'm starting it like the, the album with more of the like lonely girl songs and then it's gonna like transcend into the more happy fun like the chanel i am now songs and uh and the album is gonna come out in like february of next year i Damn. love yeah. that yes do you do a music video for every single you put out so it's funny i i'll be in the studio writing a song 
And I'm like, yo, you guys. And then in the music video, it should go like this. And my friends who I'm like working with will be like, Chanel, we don't even have the hook yet. <laughs> They're like, you're talking about the music video. Like, let's get the song done first. So I'm like a very visual person. Yeah. I just want to put a video to everything. Mm -hmm. But that costs a lot of money. I know. Yeah. So I was like, with this album, I think what I'm going to do Obviously, we got TikTok these days, and I see yeah. all these different artists blowing up on TikTok. I'm like, this time around, I'm going to put out all the songs. You know, like how everybody does those in-studio things on TikTok yeah. where they're like singing they're like, songs? Oh, come here, mm -hmm. I'll drop the beat, put this in here, exactly. the melody, boom. Yeah. I'm going to do that Layer to every up. song on the album, and then I'm going to see what songs are kind of blowing up. And mm -hmm. that's when I'm going to invest money into the visuals. Because in the past, I believe so much in a song, and I'm like, this is the one. It's a hit. I make the video, and then it, it doesn't connect with the fans the same way that I thought it would. So mm -hmm. I'm like, let's just like put the music out this time, kind of see what the vibe is. I do have one music video that I did. Well, actually two now. So I made a, a little love song for Dom and yeah. like we put together a, the music video is really just all home clips. So it's like clips from when we That's first started so dating to like then Bowie on the sonogram to like now clips with, you know, us having a baby and I turned it into a music video. So that's one video I have. Not as much a real music video, though. It was very easy to well, put that together. Well, but it was my birthday came when we were in New York, and so she surprised me with this yeah, cute video. And it was it was really it was really Aww. nice. Yeah. yeah, and then I started shooting for my song "California State of Mind" a video, and we're gonna leave it at those two videos and let the rest just kind of see what the fans you're, you're like. Right, yeah. because that's what we have right now. Social media is such a power tool. And it really gives you immediate feedback. Yep. People will give you a response you, like, and you'll be able to gauge, okay, what's working on that? Okay, that does work. Okay, let's get into that one more. So that's a, And it's, a, it's awesome for all artists now. Like it gives them a lot more access and to kind of blow up instead of having to be stuck with like the main kind of contracts dealing with all their managers and all that. that out. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like it's okay to put out music about a different time in your life. And I've been trying to explain this to Brock recently. <laughs> Because I just started working with this band, the 27s. Dope. And we just so, got some musicians here, bro. We're we lucky. We <laughs> just made three new songs this weekend, like just all of the instrumentals and yeah. getting all the melodies and all of that and whatnot. But we did also a Christmas song with Lala. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I have a Christmas song too. <laughs> yes. It's called West Coast Christmas. Oh my God. I love that. Ours is Christmas Slay. I, I love that. Bro, I, I literally like, say in my hook, slate, I go slay all day. See? Like a Santa. <laughs> she gets it. I know I get it. I'm just like. And there's I love one that. line where I say, I hope Santa doesn't catch me acting like a ho, ho, ho. And he's like, why are you singing about being a ho? I'm like, it's funny. <laughs> like, do you need me to switch that line and give that to Lala? Because she's single. It was just, yeah, my was voice like, yeah, sounded better on that line. <laughs> Wait, that is so funny. But it's That's just funny. a song. Like, it's a song. Yeah. And then the I'm, next I'm one we're pumped. doing is called Boy crazy and it's like a time in my <laughs> life that like, I what? never wrote a song about but I just think that what we're writing about is relatable to other girls out there and it's just like a fun song I, I don't have to have to every listen. song about being a mom but I love that you're bringing this up right now too because it's like I've had songs like where I literally like I've always been like a storyteller like I was an only child I had a lot of time on my hands you know so like I literally like cr will create a story it's like the song isn't about like it doesn't have to be like, oh, this really happened. It's mm -hmm. like sometimes you're just like, I want to make a song about the boy who broke the girl's heart. Right. It doesn't mean it really happened to me. Obviously, I've had real heartbreak. But like yeah. this scenario doesn't necessarily have to yeah. be real. And I think that like as somebody who makes music and as a creator, it's good to kind of step out of what you're 
in because like you said it's like we're we're living happy lives right now exactly we have great partners we have these beautiful little kids like it's like every song can't be like we're happy rainbow (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) we have another called dead to me and he's like who's that about i'm like no one. It could just be a song that anyone could relate to about someone being dead to them. I have it's no like, idea about any of the music yeah, industry. Yeah, so we're I'm like, can you just, just like, go oh, in your room cool. and work and let <laughs> us do our thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, I also think I also think it's important as an artist and as a human being to be able to like hold on to a certain feeling that you had at some point in your life, and I feel like it helps keep you grounded and it helps keep you in like a a flexible space when you're like yeah things are like this right now but i remember that time when things weren't that good or Mm -hmm. i remember that time when that thing happened to me and for me personally holding on to those things and and never letting them get too far away helps keep me balanced and helps me be more like Mm well-rounded because if you get you know like it's it's like uh if you have an experience with like a whole different career that you had and then you move on to something else and you haven't done that in 10 years, it's good to remember what it was like if you were washing dishes or whatever. Like, right. it's, it's really important to to have that in your mind so it keeps you grounded, Yeah, yeah. you know? I love that. I think that's a perfect time to take another break. <laughs> <laughs> grounded. Have y'all ever thought of mixing aphrodisiac herbs with THC? Because if you have, Via Hemp Co. is one of the leading brands in the hemp and CBD industry, and they sell an impressive range of award-winning products. If you like gummies, let me tell you that every gummy by Via Hemp Co. is designed with a unique blend and proportion of cannabinoids, empowering you to tailor your cannabis experience and always remain at your peak. They also have zero THC products if that's just not your thing. Lately, I have been off the THC, so I just want to tell you that there is something for everyone if you don't want that in yours. From people who have taken this, I have heard that a fan fave is the high love THC infused libido gummy. So if you want to, you know, spice things up, high love is engineered to invigorate blood flow and uplift romantic experiences. Sounds like the perfect thing to take for like a date night, maybe anniversary, maybe just a night at home. You know, let the high love gummies work their magic. They pair aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. So it just is great for a fun night where you just want to feel what you feel, you know? All products are third-party lab-tested, gluten-free, vegan, and non-GMO. So if you're 21 or older, head to viahemp.com and use code GOODISGOLD to receive 15% off and get one free sample on any order, 21 and over. That is via, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. Okay, y'all, let me tell you, it is all happening at Sax.com. Shopping on their website has become my go-to for gifts for friends because they literally have something for everyone, even myself. Like when I have time to scroll for whether it's new wardrobe inspo or whatever, just to shop for myself, which doesn't happen all the time being a busy mom. But look, when it does, this is my spot. Their website is super easy to navigate. They have a massive selection of brands and designers like 
Adidas, Alexander McQueen, Alice and Olivia, Armani Beauty. And that's just naming a few of the ones that start with the letter A. Zax.com has unique ways to shop for exactly what you're looking for, like by occasion, trends, or even by your star sign for my astrological lovers out there. Okay, so for example, I recently shopped by their It's a Date section for a night out that I had with my husband, and I found the perfect outfit to surprise him with. They even have a revenge dressing category, and I know I have a few friends who could browse that section. They also have a 90s revival one that I personally love because it's legit all the stuff I wore when I was younger, and I love to see it coming back in style. So if you're like me and you love upgrading your wardrobe, then head over and start scrolling at Saks.com for new ways to shop for everything every day. So it's been a few months since we saw you guys. It was like we had 4th of July right before we started filming. And then a couple weeks later, y'all started filming. So (laughs) now that you're wrapping up your season, how has it been just being you know, back on TV in a completely different aspect and all of that. Yeah. It's a lot. (laughs) Okay, so for me, I'm used to, you know, ridiculousness. I'm sitting on a couch. I, for, you know, people might not even know my legs work, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Until until they see the show. They might not even know I got a booty. It's there, (laughs) I promise, okay? So I'm used to, I was on a show where I'd sit there, look perfect at all times. The air was perfect. <laughs> the lighting was perfect. But then I also dealt with like, I'd have to wait, you know, my turn to talk as the only girl in a guy's environment, you know. So there's lots of great, like, I love that I'm on a show now where I can tell more of my story mm-hmm. and people can get to know more about me. I can talk freely without like worrying that I'm like talking over the guys or like, you know, it's definitely a lot more fun to to get to show my life and to film with Dom and the mm-hmm. baby and my friends. But, you know, it's a lot more hectic. It's like, you know, they're going to see all angles. They're going to see a lot more of Chanel than laughing. You're going to see me crying. You're going to see ugly faces, me hungover with last night's makeup. Like, I'm like, I cannot believe I'm showing all of this. But, like, the world's going to see, like, the real me. And I'm excited for that, you know? I feel like it's, like, it's fun to be in this, like, this very, like, perfectly controlled environment where like I look like a little doll at all times <laughs> not ridiculousness but I think that that's also why people have never really understood me and also maybe understood me as an artist mm-hmm. they're like okay this girl's a rapper but like she's laughing all the time what the hell do you got to to rap about yeah and this shows the struggles it shows you know I get to talk about my life and how we both grew up with single moms and and we come like from nothing and, and have made a lot happen for ourselves and we get to tell our story and so great for me because I've been on TV for so long and nobody knows my story. Yeah. You know? Wow. No, yeah. but everyone knows your laugh. And your laugh <laughs> is iconic. We, we got some some questions about that. Okay. So, uh, Kristen Iacopone, how do you handle when people clown you? Does it bother you? Like you get made fun of for your laugh. It doesn't bother me because I think, Good. again, it goes back to like people aren't that happy. Like, when you think of, I'm not the only celebrity with a funny laugh, like Seth Rogen, Wiz Khalifa, Adele, okay? And the weirdest thing is, ain't nobody being like, oh my God, Adele's laugh is so annoying. She's not a real artist. Nobody's being like, oh my God, like Wiz Khalifa's laugh is so annoying. He's not a real rapper. Somehow me having this laugh is like, you're you're just the girl with the laugh. You don't really do music. And I'm like, there's literally people famous for their laughs who are like the coolest artists in the world. Like, what does that have to do with anything? So... I just think that if you can be like 
angry or upset by a laugh that really says something mm-hmm. about you and like you're not that happy of a person yeah. you know I had people being like, is your laugh real? How did you get your (laughs) iconic laugh? Like when something's got you really laughing, our friend Clarence asked that. But I also saw that people said they felt like your voice from Fantasy Factory to now changed. Do you feel like your voice has changed? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes it has it's called growing up right? getting older and I've smoked and drank a lot since then so <laughs> it's I, maturity. I'm sorry I have to be honest it's like yeah like I go and listen to a song I made when I was 20 and I sound 12 I'm like like I'm like like my voice I'm like that was me like yes. but we grow up our voices change yeah. and it's even that's another that's funny too because it's like even like I've had people like, oh, she said all this plastic surgery. And I'm like, what? I haven't done anything. I learned how to like color in my eyebrows, which maybe makes this area look more defined. I get a little Botox, like, you know? Yeah, but like, we all do. Our faces change over time. Right. It's called aging. Yeah. Your voice change. Like your face changes, your body changes. And so when people say that, it's really funny to me. I'm like, yeah, my voice has gotten like deeper, a little bit more raspy, mm-hmm. like, I'm not a little girl anymore. Yeah. No, like if I go back and see anything from season one, two, my voice was such a higher pitch. When I, 10 years later, perform Good as Gold, I can't hit the notes that I recorded 10 (laughs) years ago. So now I just have a band. They re-recorded it. I do the rap because I'm like, I cannot sing my own song anymore. It just... (laughs) Yeah, oh, I've never thought about that. Yeah, and yeah. voices change over time, <laughs> totally. you know. And unless we're literally like Beyonce or Justin Bieber, who have vocal yeah. coaches working with us every day, like it's you know, it's, it's yeah, your voice changes. <laughs> yeah, Dom, Absolutely. you're gonna get in, you're gonna get on some tracks. You're gonna lay down some beats or what? I don't know. You know, I used to make music when I was like 17, <laughs> but uh, those days are behind me. <laughs> One thing too, since we have Dom here that I wanted to point out because so many people noticed yeah, that buddy. Dom was on an episode of Vanderpump Rules last oh, yeah. season A controversial where Chanel moment. was right there, pregnant, <laughs> hanging out with all of us. Yeah. Bravo probably was like, cut that pregnant chick out. We'll just get this I, shot I think right I was here. like rooting it because it was like, I'll also... Why did I come pregnant in orange? I looked like they were like, who's the pumpkin at the table? <laughs> no, you look so cute. <laughs> like a freaking pumpkin. And like, with the funniest, so I got all these comments and people were like, yo, you should check what your man's up to. I seen him flirting with Lala on Vanderpump. Right? And I'm, like, I'm also friends with Lala and I was sitting five feet away. Literally. <laughs> it just goes to show how like nosy people are too. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, like, do you really think you're, you just got to the bottom of an investigation like, right. like, on yeah. national television <laughs> yeah. too like i mean most men aren't that dumb you know there, yeah. there are a few not gonna name names the way they edited it though and i was like yo this is tv edit. it was funny because like i remember like lala was like trying to like flirt with the couple guys there yeah. you know she was like in her single element and i feel like they tried to make you look like you were one of the guys <laughs> right and i'm like yo like he's literally about to come on a sh- come out on a show people are gonna know that this was not real but people <laughs> don't people don't know that i've known lala i've know i've think yeah. i've met lala two years before i even me and you were even together so i've just i've run into her going to dinners or going here going there so we've just always been cool mm-hmm. so it wasn't like we were flirting it was just like hey no, like how like, you doing you know? like a friend. we're just catching yeah. up and there happen to be cameras here yeah that was funny yeah i know i remember when i saw that too i was like why'd they cut chanel out like she was right there but I'm actually kind of happy because I was looking greasy and extra huge that night. <laughs> absolutely weren't. I have the cutest photo of us from that night. Wait, how did you guys meet? How did you guys become friends? We met 
Was it through James? It might be. I feel like it was honestly just like at an event and we yeah. had mutual friends and then networking. we started hanging out. Yeah. Through yeah. networking. networking. This was a side of networking going <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> See, networking turns See, into friendships. These, yeah. these events don't just lead to yeah. career things. They also lead to friendships. Well, yeah. Dom, what Absolutely. was your uh, great having the opportunity to film with your significant other and your family around? What was a highlight for you? Give us some like like from the season for you guys. As far as highlights, it's funny. The these last two or three months of filming, it has gone by like so fast, mm -hmm. and it also when I just think back to like, okay, what did we do in those first couple of weeks? It feels like it was a year ago. Wow. It's crazy just yeah. how much has been going on. I mean, we've been to New York, we've been to Miami, we've been, you know, we've been doing all these things. I've, and it's true, like when you're on camera, you know, I have good friends that, you know, I've been friends with for years and some of my deepest, most meaningful conversations with them have been on camera. And I feel like it puts you in a, in a position where you start delving into topics that you wouldn't normally Mm -hmm. delve into yep. so i think that's been the biggest highlight is just the connections that have been made mm -hmm. you'll see when the show comes out we've had even some very serious things happen on the show very like serious life events happen and it's brought us closer with our friends and family so it's really just been a very it's like life amplified you know to the highest extent yeah it really is and it forces you to have the uncomfortable conversations where normally you'd maybe just say something behind someone's back, you vent to your friend, you move on and you don't even need to bring yeah. it up. But it's like when you're filming a reality show, oh no, you got to talk about that. You got to say exactly how you feel. Then you yeah. got to interview about it. Then you got to watch it back. Then you got to have the world judge you for it. I would have just not let this. that bother me. I would have been like annoyed for that week. And then you just move on. Just move you know? on but no, you gotta... Pick your battles. No, so they're we'll all just, battles. Yeah, tell, us, tell us again, like, how you we'll talk about this. I'm like, okay, let's talk about it. So, we generally, our rule of thumb is like, if it's something of, of interest, I'm like, honey, don't talk to me right now. Wait. Yeah, we try to save it. Just wait. Go to try and rehab a conversation on that's camera. That's what we're learning. That's a I'd rather, thing. Just, I'd rather mm -hmm. just have a real conversation with you and be like, oh, hey, oh, that happened? But then, like, a week goes by and I'll forget to tell him something. <laughs> I'm like, Wait, did I tell you about the call with my agent last week or whatever? And he's yeah, like, no, no, you didn't tell me. Like, We're not filming right now. That, I forgot to talk to you. <laughs> that's one thing I really appreciate about you guys, though, is you understand that because yeah. that's something that's difficult for a lot of people to wrap their head around mm -hmm. is the whole like, hold up, How let's have yeah, this conversation yeah. in a no, couple even minutes. Like, with your yes. friends and all that? Yes. My friends were over. And so my, my one girlfriend, Frankie, was talking to other friends about something serious that you'll end up seeing on the show. But like, it was a moment where we weren't filming and I'm literally like walking upstairs to like change my jewelry or something. And I heard them and I said, hey, hey, hold on. Save that for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm producing the show yeah, now. Baby. You know, but like you just find yourself doing that because yeah. exactly because like then when you go to re-talk about something for the second time, it's like. It doesn't have the same effect. Yeah. yeah. And, totally. and so it is a little bit better sometimes to just save things for when you know the cameras will be there so that you can have those authentic conversations yeah. and people can see like how it would really be in yeah. your real life, you know? Yeah. Well, I can't <laughs> wait to watch. I'm so excited. Thanks. Are we going to see a lot of you and your friends in Coasty Swim on the show? Yes, you will. And I am I just have to be honest because this is something that I'm, I'm you know, I'm pretty open about it. Like mm -hmm. I had liposuction. I hope like right now my stomach isn't looking crazy. No, you look fantastic. It's been a struggle. But like, so you're not supposed to really be in the sun directly or like or in, be working at all or, or anything. I've been doing like everything I shouldn't be. And so <laughs> when I was in Miami, 
I was a little bloated. And so I was like, dang, I'm like, it's going to be a rough episode. I could already tell. Nah, you look uh, good, babe. You look, you're just no, judging yourself. I was yourself. like, I'm really nervous. But like, that's the thing, though. Like, it's crazy. Like, I went from being on in a show where like one time I go out and it was actually when I was pregnant. So my boobs were a little bigger and I wasn't like used to them yet. And they were like, oh, like that shirt is a little too revealing, which I had never really gotten ridiculousness. But like, it's funny. I went from a show where it's like we have to like be covered to like now I'm just like bikini out and a thong twerking on the yacht I'm like oh my god again. I cannot believe people are about to see me like that. you know what I'm saying so um I can't wait you're gonna see a lot of coasty swim yeah <laughs> what was the inspiration behind that line because I know it's like eco-friendly yes. body positivity swimwear and all of that so I I've always just loved swimwear I'm like a water baby I like I'm always at a lake a pool of just if there's water I'm there and it's funny because you mentioned like my fashion earlier and so I started to notice I'd get more comments about like where'd you get that bikini where'd you get that bikini and I'm like okay I must have really great taste in bikinis because I will wear a bikini and literally see a hundred comments asking where I got it mm -hmm. but like I'm decked out in like head-to-toe designer nobody cares so I'm like there's something here with the bikinis. Yeah. And so I also thought of it like what better what better business to always be promoting while you're also on vacation. It's like literally I can be on vacation promoting something that I'm doing at the same time, you know. So that's originally how I was like, OK, I need to get into doing swimwear. And I wanted to do the eco-friendly stuff because, you know, bikinis are like you know, fast fashion is polluting the earth a bit. And I think bikinis have become like, you don't just get a bikini and wear that the whole summer. It's like, we wear a different bikini yep. every time we're at the pool, every time. Oh yeah. And so mm -hmm. I didn't want to contribute to this whole like fast fashion polluting the earth thing. So I was like, let's make eco-friendly swimwear. And obviously a lot of the pollution is leading to damage in our ocean. So it's like, you can't go and make swimwear and not like trying to be saved the ocean at the same time. It's mm -hmm. just a little contradictory, you know? So that was why I was like, no matter what, it has to be eco-friendly. I will say that is a, it has been one of the bigger struggles because not as many manufacturers make eco-friendly materials. It's all made from recycled materials. Mm -hmm. So that was super hard to find the right manufacturer. Once we did, we locked in and now things are going good. <laughs> yeah, I'd say when it comes to a swimwear company, and I'm sure fashion in general, but we have a swimwear company, it's like really the two hardest things are manufacturing and then marketing, mm -hmm. you know, and we were fortunate enough to find a really good manufacturer and we have a really good marketer over here. So that's why it's, it's going queen. well. Yeah. <laughs> and don't you guys like package it all yourself? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my garage is the warehouse. That's but awesome. eventually we're going to get you upscale. Yeah. That's it. We're working our but way to getting great. like, you know, an office and like a little warehouse. Really, I have I, I told you guys we have the condo in Miami. Mm -hmm. So once I get that, I kind of want to open a boutique in Miami. Ooh. And all swimwear stores thrive yes. there. It's one place where like every single day somebody's buying a bikini. Mm -hmm. So I think that might end up being where we base like the office and warehouse for it. Love yeah. that. Yeah. How do you come up with your designs? What is that process like? So really just from like so basically she sends me photos. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me tell too. So I also so, well, I, you know, I have ideas for a couple of the, yeah. like a few of these designs. Like I literally in my head was like, you know, I'm not the, 
I've been drawing little designs since I'm little. I didn't go to school for it or anything, so I don't know how to like do the official like where they make everybody look like they're super long and tall. Right. Like I don't know how to do that type of drawing, but I can draw out what I want. And I'm like, I want this, and my drawings aren't the best, but I'm like, I want this design with like something connecting it here or like this, you know, open mid drift area here. And so like I will like draw that, and then I'll be like, okay, and I want these colors, a print similar to this, and I'll just like pull together all these different images, and then. Dom helps me get it made. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically how it goes. We know, yeah. we know our roles. We're like the supporting partner, you know? Yeah. We're like, how can we help, honey? All right, let's do it. Yes. <laughs> Who would you love to see wearing Coasty Swim? Like, do you have anyone in mind when you are designing certain bikinis? Oh, man. Herself. I mean, she just she just wants to wear I'm it. I'm like, I just want to be in it and be comfortable again and be healed from life. But that's, you know, that's a big part of the reason why she started it because she just wanted, she's like, well, I'm always wearing bikinis. I'm always being yeah. asked about my bikinis. Why don't I wear my own brand right. and promote my own brand? Yeah. You know? um, but no, I mean, definitely, let's be honest. I mean, if any Kardashian was wearing one of my bikinis, oh, I'm like, I've God. made it in life. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Man, any Kardashian that. or Jenner. Sorry. Yeah. Love that. And they're made to be they're made to be body flattering. They're made to look good on body. Yeah, and we I have feel a like... couple of like the the basic like triangle, more skimpy one, but we do try to make more body styles that are like a little bit more like, you know, body flattering. Like I love like putting little ruffles and things like that, you know, because sometimes a bikini will dig in and then it's like showing like your fat on the sides and it's like we'll create styles that like kind of hide those things, you know? Mm -hmm. It's really about like body flattering stuff. And like I try to keep it like a mix between sexy and still like covering you enough to, because not all girls want to be in a string, you know? No, totally. And the ones that you've sent me are either the high waisted or it yeah. has the ruffle, but I feel so comfortable and confident in them. I have really small boobs after the life being sucked out of me for a year, <laughs> but it's like, it still makes me, whether it's the one with the little sleeve yeah. or the pink one, that's a little push up. Like I just feel good in them. Okay. So. That makes that's me great. feel good yeah. that you're saying that. No. Thank I you. And it. I gotta send you more. I have a bunch more to send I you. I will wear them and post them okay. all the time. <laughs> what is the future for Coasty Swim? The future is definitely opening a boutique. I I think we're gonna for sure do that in Miami. Yeah. And and just expanding, we want you. We want as many people as possible to be able to wear it and feel comfortable in it. You know, we have. Our, I'd I'd love to get into yeah. some more retail stores. Like we're starting off with a couple little boutiques, mm -hmm. but like, you know, to get into some bigger department stores, that's definitely the goal. You know, I want Coasty to eventually become a brand, kind of like Roxy, where like. Roxy yeah. was this brand where it was like about swimwear, beachwear, you could get surfboards, but then they also had clothes and it was all about a beach lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So eventually I want Coasty to start making clothes and sunglasses and everything that goes with just like the beach lifestyle. Yeah, you have to do sunglasses. You I always know. have the best glasses. Well, I, I told you, I, I literally like live in sunglasses. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> That's one thing I love about our show too is like on Ridiculousness, I can't wear sunglasses. Right. I never could show off my sunglass game there. This show, I'm like, I'm going in showing off my sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Dipping into that bank. Yeah, I yeah. love that. So we've got Swim, we've got music, we've got the new show. Is there anything I'm missing that you guys are working on as well? Dumb, what's in the pipeline, baby? Dude, we're always working on something. It's kind of overwhelming, but I always joke. If his, we can get through this time of our lives, we can get through anything. Yeah, his totally. real estate <laughs> is also like I my like last real job before. No, my last real job was guest. Let's not even talk about them, though. I hated that job. But I worked at a real estate company and I was doing really good at that job. I was I started working there at 18. I was super young and 
I was like, okay, I'm gonna get my real estate license, do real estate. And then I had a coworker who like heard my music and was like, yo, dude, like, what are you doing in this office? He's like, you're way too talented to be sitting here. And I was like, you're right, I am. <laughs> and so now here we are. But I love, because I love real estate, I'm obsessed with houses. I'm like, if there's an open house, I don't even need to, mm -hmm. like, I just want to see it, you know? And so I love being able to help him with real estate stuff. Like, if he has a client looking for something, I'm like, what type of house are they looking for? And then I just want to, like, help look for it, She, too. like, lives vicariously yeah. through Yeah, me. so yeah. I love real estate also, and he's really expanding in real estate right now. So, like, that's kind of fun to just be able to, like, he gets to help me with the swimwear stuff because he has a modeling background and fashion background. But, like, I love being able to help him with the real estate stuff because... I do know a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So my company, the Fenison Real Estate Group, we are uh, we just moved over to a new brokerage in Beverly Hills. I'm closing on a three point seven million dollar property Amazing. in the next like two weeks, which is awesome. <laughs> you know, definitely like a beautiful house over in bell canyon and uh yeah so that's amazing i think with this show going on it's definitely i mean we're just working so much <laughs> that i haven't been able to be as entrenched in it so once we wrap up the season i'm going to be like going hard on that again also like getting a lot more modeling bookings ever since we've just been doing more like press and more red carpets yeah. and all yeah. that i keep it's... joking i'm like he's going to be the kendall jenner of our show yeah <laughs> The show's gonna come out and it's gonna be like next thing you know, it's like every brand's gonna want him and like he's gonna be like on billboards and like yes. Well, literally, I think Scott. you know because he's a real model, just like how Kendall's a real model. And mm -hmm. like I feel like at first that was a thing Kendall I think struggled with a little bit was people like oh you're just like a Jenner Kardashian like but it's like no she's like a legitimate model you know yeah. it's like she's freaking like six feet tall it's like she has the look she has the walk she she's a real model yeah and so I think that like through the show like he's a real model he's been doing this forever before there was a show so i think people will see that and yeah i think you know he'll have his little kendall jenner moment <laughs> well i can't wait to watch so everyone if you're not already follow dom fennison chanel west coast we can find out when the show is gonna be airing wait, also when is your guys next season airing because um, you know yeah. i'm over here anxious. i think early next year okay so oh well, we're on okay. the similar okay. timeline. Yeah, we're maybe. Timeline, guys. We're similar <laughs> we cannot be on the same night as Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Wait, uh, <laughs> Wait, how how was that actually? Like we haven't even gotten to lot. talk to you. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was yeah, it was a wild summer. Yeah. That's the thing too. People yeah, you guys have been doing a lot too. Like I was like, the funniest though was like, I feel like we're on the same wavelengths. Like we filmed a beach day and I saw like a day later, you guys are like beach day. I'm like, what? We just did a beach day too. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I was like, we should go to Tahoe. And then I saw you guys were Tahoe they're and I'm like, Tahoe. dude, I'm like, they're in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like weird. Well, if you guys want to go to Tahoe outside of this, let us know because we want to go back. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. And I want to take summer. We want to take the little ones. We so want to go nice. fly la, take the kids up Did there. Did you guys go where like the water's really blue? Yeah. Yes. We were on the that's lake. What I want to like, see. It, we, it was just beautiful. It's yeah. like it doesn't even look like from pictures. I'm like, that's a lake. Like, it's yeah. so mm -hmm. pretty. We got a really nice house from like Verbo. Yeah. Nice. And we just stayed up there. It was like, it was right there, dock. And then we had a, then we got a boat pick us up and we uh, went, went swimming. That's great. Yeah. So if no. you guys are down, let's plan that. We yeah. enjoy spending, so yeah, no, we enjoy spending time with you. I think Same. a good, a good test of like a friendship is, you know, when we were went to your house in Palm Springs, I remember that first night we just ended up talking all of us to like 2 a.m. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, like for hours and hours just chatting about life and business and like all these things. And I feel like that's how you know that you're like 
you have a real genuine friendship brewing yeah. when yeah. you can just talk about all these things. Also, yeah. I love how good Summer is with Bowie. She's so she's been asking yeah. about her. <laughs> she's so cute. I thought I thought it was just so cute how like you could tell from Bowie just hanging out with the girls for like that day. She literally was like soaking up, you know, like their mannerisms mm -hmm. and stuff. Like it like makes her more of a big girl, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Summer was just so cute with her, like the way she plays with her. She's like. Oh, like here, like give it to the baby. Like I remember, she was yeah. like, she's so oh, gentle she's with her. So cute. I know. I can't wait till she can run around with them. Yeah, <laughs> she's getting close. Well, we have got we're, make, we're making some move, but just keep it free. We're going to be do, in between Coachella and uh, Stagecoach. Basically, weekend two. Weekend which no two. one goes to. If you go weekend two, you can't be my friend. But <laughs> I'm always like, who goes to weekend two? All the parties are weekend one. It's a bad joke. I used to always go weekend two. Now I go. So I'm just going to be like, Brock, you're a dick. I'm like, okay, yeah, I went weekend two. Uh, we want to do summer camp. Remember I was telling you guys about yes. that? Summer's birthday with all of our friends. And I, it's really building up to something where we got, it's, it's not just for the kids. The parents going to have their moments with their kids, making some great memories. But then we're also going to have activities for the parents to kind of bond over with parents, you know, and, oh, and talk so about stuff because I want to make sure we do it every year and uh, we line it up. So I can't wait. But you guys are on the top of that list. Yeah. Yes. Count us we in. Would, count us in. Love to yeah. be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm so stoked for, for it. For sure. That would be cute. Thank you guys so much nope. for being here. Thank you. I know thank how you. happy you are, but this was yeah. so fun. Congratulations on the summer. You guys yeah. are rapping. Yes. Congrats to you as well. Same. Oh, yeah. any, tea, any tea you can give us so when we tune in to watch the season? Like, give us not like, like that as much. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like I was, I fought hard to make it not be like that. I just like, I'm not a drama person. And I was like, if I cannot do anything that involves drama. It's That's just it. We're filming not... next season. We're going to bring the drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys come over We're bring some drama away. Who hosted your birthday party? So... Okay. Yo, how do you just have this Rolodex and I know, I'm so this? sad you guys couldn't make it too because I, I know, know you're filming. It was our it finale was... in San Francisco the Dang. same weekend. That was her birthday. Yeah, you missed like, a big one. It was lit. No, I mean, I found a really great venue, which I'll hook you guys up to because they're kind of everybody's doing things there. Like I saw one of my girls from Love and Hip Hop did a baby shower there. Somebody else I know got married there. It's a beautiful villa in the valley. And like... The location is just great. It like looks like the funniest is I saw these comments like, is that her house? I don't know if she had money like that. And I'm like, no, it's not my house, but, but I, I don't talking. mind you guys thinking <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was just a great venue and I got like a really sick party planner and yeah, it was. Yeah, it looked fun. It was really fun. I wish you guys could have been there. I know. But next one, the next one yes. is going to be for Bowie's birthday. November 2nd's her birthday. I already looked. November fourth will be the date because that's a Saturday. Mm, it's BravoCon. Oh. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Oh man. Well, we'll be there. We'll figure it we'll out. Figure we'll figure it out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Just move the date, please. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. We'll, no, you're good. We possibly can. <laughs> you know, because we want our, all of like our friends who have kids to be there. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah. the next and weekend. summer okay. is gonna be with us in Vegas. So yeah. she's gonna come cool. out for us. That's cool. cute. Yeah. Aw. Our well, fan band. Thank well you guys. Yes, so yes. good to see you guys. Let's hang out. Like I don't know. Like next weekend or well, something. Now yeah, we'll figure now it out. Are Perfect. Yes. How much longer do you guys have? We're done. We're done. Oh, Boom. we finished. Perfect. Yeah. Season finale. Yeah. yeah. That's a wrap for thanks both for the shows, baby. And watching. Yes. Thanks for having <laughs> us. Yay. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.